This is Sterling Gates. You're listening to the Flash Podcast. Well, hello everybody, and welcome back to the Flash Podcast, your podcast for all things related to CW's The Flash, starring Grant Gustin as Barry and Slash, The Flash. I'm your host, Andy B, as always, and with me, it first of all, is Amy Marie Hipnarowski. How are you doing tonight, Amy? Good evening! I'm doing very well. I am excited to discuss, pardon my bluntness, the first episode of The Flash this season. No, it's a, that's a very, that's a that's a very good way to put it, actually. Uh, that's that should be the subtitle of this episode. And also joining us for the first time in God knows how long he's been gone, the very married Mr. Andrew B. Dies. Andrew, welcome back. How are you doing tonight? I'm doing very well. I, I feel an even stronger kinship with my boy Barry Allen now, so I, I couldn't be happier. Congratulations. I feel so, I'm so excited. I'm beaming like an idiot right now. I'm so happy for <laughs> well, you. Marriage what? is beautiful. Thank it you. It is. Especially there was much less uh, singing in my proposal on that, but <laughs> still but, nice. I mean, if you, I mean, I don't know. I can see you cracking a nice tone in two. Like, I don't know. I, I can see you pulling this song. Where'd you honeymoon? Uh, we actually went to a little cabin uh, out in the, like, isolated Manitoba wilderness. It was just perfect. <laughs> Perfect time. We were out in the middle of nowhere. There was no one else there, so it was it was terrific. Would have been perfect for some Nazis to strike, but they did not. Oh, or an arch or an archer and a hacker feeling, you know, having some last minutes, you know, celebrate. I don't know. Okay. I'm, I'm I'm still not I'm still not over. You know what people if they that should be an anachronism for this season of Legends. But speaking of Legends tomorrow, we have uh not one but two hosts of Legends Tomorrow podcast with us tonight. Miss Kat Kalamia is back on the Flash podcast. How you doing, Kat? Doing well. It's one o'clock in the morning here though, so Oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> Just like enough marriage talk. Let's get to the episode. <laughs> no, not even that. I was just gonna say if I sound like really tired or get like I don't know, I get really sarcastic. I'm always sarcastic, but I get really sarcastic when I'm tired. So You're always sarcastic? Man, then I have a lot of questions about about our friendship then. Uh, <laughs> but I'm I'm glad you're joining us tonight because uh like I said on Twitter, it's uh, it's a rule in our DC podcast um, you know, rules rule book. Uh, that is section 4b paragraph c that uh, if there's a televised episode featuring jesse quick then cat has to be present for said discussion so um i'm happy about this rule i didn't make it but i mean i mean i mean i mean cat cat, don't don't lie to our listeners you you made this you demanded to put it on me or you were like you make you make this rule or I, i i riot that that was your that was your stance, uh, but uh, yes. Yeah, so we're going to discuss uh, this week's episode of, of the Fly. But before we do that, just two quick reminders. 
we have a T Public store, but the DC Pockets Network. So if you want to get awesome like shirts and merchandise, you know, for Arrow, Flash, Supergirl, Legends, we just we just added a Bebo shirt. Uh, our good friend Rachel, Rachel Eiley. That's awesome. She, she, she leads it to me, and I'm like, Rebecca, you're adding this to the store right now because that will that thing will 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 sell as crazy within Legends fandom. So, uh, and you know, we should have more Bebo shirts. So, you know, he's our Lord and Savior. That's that's just how it is. Uh, we have stuff for Black Lightning and Titans and Krypton and even classic DC shows. So, click on the link in our show notes and you know, support a network at the same time. And also just a weekly reminder that uh, some, uh, something else you should be supporting besides DC Pockets Network is She40, which is an awesome movement from the the amazing ladies from the Arrowverse, from Arrow, Flash, Supergirl, and Legends. You can follow them on uh, Twitter and Instagram and follow, you know, their amazing journey as they're, you know, celebrating empowerment and, uh, you know, lifting up powerful stories from tons of places all over the world uh, and i love just looking at their instagram because you never you know you, you get to see a new story every almost every day but with that said we're gonna discuss uh, episode 15 of season four called enter flash time also but also as subtitled by amy the the first the very first episode of the flash season four so we're just gonna go through some quick like you know, we're going to follow, you know, a new format that we usually do in the last few weeks and go through some of the smaller notes. Um, so first of all, general impressions, guys. Um, Amy, if you want to start. Yeah, um, I absolutely love this episode. I knew when I watched the trailer that I was going to like this episode because I watched the trailer last week and I go, oh, it looks like a comic book. It looks like it looks like a, a the kind of an episode that we really like to see. I love that it had nothing to do with DeVoe. I have become very tired with serialized villains, serialized stories. Um, there's a way to do it where you can have a serial story and an episodic story. And I don't think any of the shows have really found that balance yet. Um, Legends kind of has taken the approach of doing entirely episodic episodes. And it seems to work really well for them. Um, Flash tried to do it. It's so serialized this season that it's become exhausting. So this, what many people could call a filler episode felt like a true Flash episode. I loved the action. I loved everything with the Speed Force. I loved, loved having Barry pull out each one of them individually, work with them, and then be forced to have to put them back. Um, it added stakes to the episode in in that in that kind of a... The, in, in a way we haven't had this season, because even with DeVoe and all of his badness, we don't know the stakes yet, because we don't know what his plan is. It's an entirely frustrating way to go. And each episode, even if they bring up stakes in that episode, they don't feel that powerful. So having literally a nuclear bomb right under their nose, going off, not just a nuclear bomb, but an actively exploding nuclear bomb was incredibly well done. I loved the pacing of this episode, especially contrasting to last week's episode and a lot of episodes we've seen recently. They're just all over the place. I thought this episode was incredibly well paced. I thought having Jesse and Jay Garrett come in was great. I love that we got to see Jay and Jesse and uh, Barry's fallibility as speedsters. I love the West Allen moments. Um, I have no idea where this Wells mother Jesse thing came from. Was it totally a heartfelt moment between Wells and Jesse? Yes. But did it feel like it came out of nowhere? Yes. Like I actually had to ask before the episode. I'm like, guys, did I 
Did I miss something? Like, was there a huge episode about Jesse's mom? And this came out of nowhere. And of course, it was incredibly well performed by um, the actors and actress. But still, it, it made no sense. But in the grand scheme of things, if if that was, as long as it was well performed, I'm, I'm okay with accepting it. But overall, really enjoyed this episode. It was exactly what I want with my Flash. I just wish we knew we were going to get more of it. But let, next week's looks pretty cool, too. So, I don't know. Maybe things are looking up. Maybe. Time will tell. Kat, since you're um, one of our guests, I'm going to, you know, it's a, you know, Andrew, it is a ladies first. So, you know, we're going to be polite. So, you know, I I know it's your first episode back, but, you know, we're still going to we're still going to be gentle. You know, still. So, Kat, what did you what were your overall impressions or first impressions of uh, Andrew Flash time? Yeah, this is a really solid episode. And I really haven't been liking this season of Flash. Obviously, I've been watching every episode, but I've been really disappointed with with this season. And I'm just like Amy said, I think we're finally getting on the right track. And it's because we're not really following the whole DeVoe storyline. This is, you know, kind of, you know, quote unquote filler episode. But filler doesn't mean bad. I was just having this conversation on my comic book podcast saying that, you know, I think there's always this bad connotation about filler um, because like, oh, that means nothing happened. But no, I think some of the best character moments can happen in filler episodes. Standalone. The- we can say standalone yeah. episodes. Well, yeah, but they both mean the same thing. I agree. Standalone sounds better. Um, but <laughs> <laughs> it sounds, it sounds, uh, you know, like as more story. But yeah, it, it's cool to see that here that necessarily you don't need to watch this episode. It doesn't really progress the plot at all, but there's so many great character moments and even just expanding the flash universe in, in a cool way. Um, yeah, I thought it, you know, it was very solid. I liked the inclusion of Jesse and Jay. Um, and I liked where the story went with um, Harry. I, I was a little hesitant. Um, I'll get more into that when we, you know, dig a little deeper into those characters. Um, but yeah, really, really solid episode. Uh, and hopefully it continues to to be so with The Flash. And how did you feel? I'm allowed to speak now? Yes, yes. Okay. Um, yes. The zone will come and crack your speech, so that's what's going to happen. <laughs> yeah, I, I know that it's less interesting if uh, everybody feels the same way, but I think we've all kind of voiced the... Not like I guess disappointment, mainly because it it seems like a lot of episodes of The Flash this season have just been going through the motions, like kind of, you know, following the same basic structure. And I guess this is a filler episode, but I guess when the plot episodes are disappointing, a filler is like a break. But it's also kind of a bottle episode, which it's it's hard for me to not enjoy a bottle episode, even when it is just filling out the season like um for the Buffy fans out there, there's the classic Zeppo uh, where Xander saves the entire world and nobody notices. Like it was kind of that oh God. <laughs> with with Barry in the hero robe until he got his backup. But um, yeah, from from the start of it, with it felt more like a comic than um, I mean, obviously literally because the Flash fans will remember like the. I think it's probably just kind of a famous story through word of mouth, like where Flash saves the entire Justice League in a second. Uh, you know, the challenge made specifically for him, and this was really similar to that in, in a lot of ways. Uh, but it also just opening with the, you know, the heartbreak and then confusion that was the good kind of confusion because in an, an hour's span, I trust that they will explain everything. Uh, and as soon as it got to the second half of the episode, I felt like they, the characters went the more human route than the more melodramatic, more CW one. 
Um, I, I love Barry and Iris's interactions so much. Uh, I still have mixed feelings about Flash Time <laughs> for the, the comic nerd in me, but I like the way they handled it with all the different characters, and it all led to a, a pretty cool payoff that, as we are rare to say, did actually make pretty clear sense within the logic and science fiction of the show. So I thought it was a really fun one. I agree that the final scene between um, Harry and Jesse really – I was in the same boat as you, Amy. Like, did – have is it the same wife? Like, you know, That's is it what the I was s- wondering. Yeah. I'm like, is there like a flashpoint issue with this? Because if it is true, if it is her, I did love her and him together. And did she die during I, – I, I, I had no idea. But again, that was really beautifully acted and uh, just in, in an, the idea. That's a pretty heart-wrenching idea. So I thought that was a nice bonus. But I don't really expect them to do all that much with Harry and Jesse based on the series so far. So I thought that was a terrific little moment to throw in there. And then an incredibly weird – final scene that it might have been nice to just end on harry and jesse but whatever i re- i enjoyed the episode more than i have so i'm happy you know yeah. for whatever oh. reason when you just said the talking about um the way that harry shared his memories with jesse i couldn't figure out what it was reminding of it me reminding me of and it just hit me it's like a mind meld but like star trek 09 mind meld mm. oh i thought you meant super with the martians <laughs> yeah Yep. Yeah, like where it shares the emotions and as well as the story. So I thought that was that. I mean, again, if it's something that makes no sense to us plot wise, if we're like, we don't know where this came from, at least yeah. it was well delivered. Well, I thought that's what it was going to be at first. He was going to say, like, I can't communicate to you what it is like to be an adult and love somebody like the way I love your mother. So I'm just going to put this thing on and you'll feel that. But then it was, oh, OK, it's a memory. But it was also kind of that at the same time. I, yeah, I thought that was very. Yeah, that was cool. It was a gift. Yeah, I, I I can only echo what you guys have said. The only thing I will I, my stands on filler episode and standalone episode. I mean, yes, it, can, it is essentially the same thing. But also, I feel like I mean, there's a you know, I when I when Small was on, that was something that was constantly like discussed like throughout the fandom. So and I there were there were filler episodes like Noir of Small, which you know is one of the most horrible episodes of Smallville of all time, where we for some reason follow Jamie Olsen being like James Bond in some some dream mm. sequence, black and white. But like, but then there's standalone episodes. But in many ways, this episode did start out with them still serving the main plot. But I think something that people, and I think a lot of viewers forget, is that just because we have this serialized story of the finger doesn't mean that the rest of the world and you know whatever is going on in Central City doesn't like they don't go on pause anything like that you know like it's like this t- mm. week he had he had to handle two things that like he was like trying to get into the pocket dimensions or whatever and then by the same time he gets his new for to deal with because that is i mean that is like life doesn't you know get, doesn't st- get doesn't get put on hold because oh we have this dangerous new villain with the finger or whatnot but like this is definitely one of my favorite episodes of the whole season if not the whole series because the whole series wow well because here's the thing here's the thing I haven't felt like this since season one, like with this episode. And and the thing for me is like, there was so many, there was a lot of development for certain characters, you know, with Harry and Jesse. So even though this whole conflict is, look, it is bizarre. It's, it, you know, it is random. I try to even think back on the first nine episodes, like where this came from. The only thing I guess they could. They're just trying to give Harry an arc, honestly. They just don't know what the the character. They're like, let's give him some issues with his wife. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. And I would say that I think the only 
way they could justify it is that they could basically say, well, you know, when he came to Earth 2 and said he had been kicked off the team and whatnot, you know, that could have been the whole secret reason and whatnot. But at the same time, it's like, well, do you really kick your dad off your team because he does he hasn't processed your mother's mother's death? It's like, I don't know. But perform like Amy said, acting-wise and so on, and directing, it was beautiful. It was powerful. It was one of the most human moments I think Harry has had. No, one of the few human moments that Harry has had throughout his course on the show since season two so and i love the whole concept of the flash time i don't know if that's a power he has in the comics i'm i'm, I'm pretty sure yeah. it's made for the episode I'm, i mean i wouldn't be surprised if there's been like a issue where he like was able to freeze time in some way but maybe a rare occasion because i'm like if he could freeze time that would With make the comic crazy. medium though it's a little bit harder than television it's harder yeah. to show frozen time Exactly. Um, That's why it's, they probably made it for the show and, and why they hadn't showcased it in the comics before. Yeah, but I will say this. Well executed. I think that the fact that it got introduced a couple episodes ago, what, because I was kind of like, why are they doing this out of blue? Is it just to give this, give us a great West Allen moment? But then we, we, we kind of get our answers here. It's because they were setting up for the idea of when something like this happens. And, I mean, and yeah, it, Part of that makes me dislike that first moment more because we didn't even know Barry knew that was a thing. Like, I agree with you that it would have been that in concept, it's it's pretty sly to introduce it ahead of time for for its own purpose. But in, in another way, like if this season had ended and they didn't do flash time again, we would all be saying, like, what was that about? Why doesn't he use that all the time? Exactly. So and I like the I, I, and I like that there were stakes, too, that it wasn't. I mean, I will get to it later and so on, but um, no, but I will say that and I agree with Amy said is that it was nice to get a break from the Finker storyline. And look, I mean, I enjoy the whole Finker's thing, although right now I'm a little bit torn because he just keeps jumping bodies, which I don't, I don't know. And picking I'm, up new accents. Yeah. Yeah. I <laughs> Accent swap, the newest show on Bravo. <laughs> oh, that, that Greg Blandy, there's your next spinoff. Uh, but uh, yeah, no, I I, I, I really like getting a break from that and so and I think that I was discussing this with a friend of mine a couple of days or a week ago and so and I think something he was talking about was that he I think he had talked to someone and then he referred to this discussion comment to me was that that the way when the flash worked at its best it was that when it wasn't getting to focus on a main thing like Zoom or Savitar or um or or multiverse or whatever. So when it was more very comic book fluid, fluid and kind of like it, you know, standalone issue. It's like again, this was like reading an issue of the Flash where you know it's not part of necessarily uh, a three part story or whatever from the writer, but it's it's still like you know it's a great story. You know, like I I'm I'm fine with it. So and I think that again, if, and I think it was nice seeing all the speeders back together. Although I mean. I will say it would have been nice if also Wally had been there. Maybe Bart <laughs> Allen. It's like, you're like yeah, look, I was like, I just... okay, can't you find him? Come on, you can find. Well, did he's meditating right now? Like, he's yeah, did not... they know he was in China? Like, because I'm like, do they even know? Like, is yeah. that the time scale right now? Like, is that how we're matching it up with Legends? Well, if this was episode 15 and you got and we just watched episode 13 of Legends on Monday. Oh. I would like to think he's still meditating. He's not on the wave rider yet. That's how Good I. Plan. He's unfindable. Yeah. Yes, he's unfindable. 
Yeah. So it would have been nice. I agree. To, it would have been nice to see yeah. Wally at something. Because, because that's the thing. One of the like, if if I could describe this episode in one word, that was Flash Family. Seeing, you know, and that's the thing. I still want that from the show. By the time whenever the show comes in, and I want to see all of them together. Like that's one of the things that makes the Flash stand out a little bit more from heroes like Batman or Superman or whatever. So because this um, is but Superman and Batman both have a family. No, 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 but it's like there isn't like us like in the Flash. There's been four or five flashes but in in superman there's all there's always going to be one superman like connor can can keep dreaming all he wants that he wants to be superman but he's not going to be superman he's going to be superboy so i kind of disagree with that but okay but okay but think about about dc legacy okay like wonder woman there's only there's only one yeah wonder woman is a good example but superman and batman have a more known family in the comics yeah no well i mean batman does but superman like i mean he has connor he has uh, supergirl he's connor he has john he has uh steel he has has a good steel oh steel yeah they're not Um, uh uh batman or uh superman like you can say they are a flash i guess yeah, and that's what I guess know, because I, Wally has been Flash, but then Dick Grayson yeah. mm-hmm. that man, so it's I don't know. Oh, I see where then, you're coming from, though. Yeah. Okay. Good. <laughs> thank you. Uh, so and that's what I love about this aspect of the episode that I kind of wish that hopefully we can get an, ep- an, an episode like this next season. Like I almost like you know like when Arrow used to do like a traditional like full flashback episode before they got bad. Uh, I kind of want that with, with the Flash, where like once per season we get all these species together for a big mission. It's like it's like almost like crossover of itself in many ways. Uh, but you know I never get what I want with these shows anymore. So what? Why do I even bother asking? But uh, but just jumping to some of the smaller points of the episode, and then Andrew and Amy will break down the bigger points. Uh, we get a visit again from, and I I'm not kidding. This is how she's listed as on IMDb: Nervous Coffee p- Patron, a- aka Mysterious Girl who appeared on the wedding. She returns the again. We still have no idea who she is. Um, With a villainous smile this time. That was yeah. Weird. I don't know I if that was the acting. That. Yeah, I was very- weird. Like, she didn't seem... She's like, oh, it did. I'm like, oh, okay. Are you, like... She's all excited and bubbly to meet them. And then afterwards, I don't... I I wonder, Kat, if it was just, like, not exactly how it was written. That was just how it was portrayed. And everybody was like, "Eh, it's cool, whatever. That's how I thought. Like, when I saw that scene, I'm like... I don't think that's the direction they wanted to go, but that's where the actress went with it, or even the director went with it. But maybe it is the direction they're going. It's just, I don't know. It was just a really weird <laughs> ending. All right, let, let me put, let, I have a pitch. Doc Brown comes out of the DeLorean. He he runs to Baron Iron and says that you got to go to the future. On, There's something off with your kid. No, no, listen, 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 listen. He comes out of the DeLorean. He screams at Baron Iron saying that, there's something wrong with your kids. You have to come to the future, and we find out that their daughter has gone full super villainous. I'm still confused how Doc Brown ended up in the DeLorean, Andy. Doc <laughs> Brown, he made Doc Brown. He made the DeLorean. Back to the future. Oh, he, oh, I was thinking. Okay, never mind. I was thinking Who about. Who thinking of? I was thinking about Doctor Who for some reason. I was thinking oh. of Doc Brown. <laughs> Speaking of Doctor Who, like combination, I'm like, oh. I end up there, anyways. <laughs> yeah, well, then I would have said she would have came out of the DeLorean, and uh, somewhere Doctor Who fans are now yelling their asses off at their iPods or whatever, saying no, it's a, no, it's a he. It's like, well, no, not anymore. Uh, but like, do we still think that this could be like? Are we still thinking that this is Don Allen or? 
is it Jenny? Is that her? Is that the granddaughter's name? I I can't keep yeah, up. Yeah, it's Jenny. Is like, what is like? What is she doing here? I need to. I, I got to know at this point. <laughs> Any thoughts? I mean, Besides I'm kind of evil Merc, It's a really, really slow drip on that. That I'm almost, I'm almost offended when they give us <laughs> so little, especially because she's just, she just lives in jitters, I guess. Um, bumping and into our And she says jitters characters. a lot. She's just like jitters. <laughs> jitter, I, I jitter at jitters. I'm like, aw, that's so corny in a cute way. Um, but I don't, you know, so, until so her evil smile came. Yeah, I know. I know. Like it would be so funny like, if you know we keep thinking it is Don Allen, so whatever and so. But then at the end of the season, it is exactly how Amy predicted it. Is that she is some fangirl from like she in the present, not from the future, anything like that, who's been following them this whole time. Uh, you know, who, maybe she's like a big Flash fan. You know, maybe she has a Flash podcast or whatever. Um, I, if the, if these if she is a fan and she has a Flash podcast, I will take that as a direct shout out to us. I'm like, I I won't even care if they say a a Flash a Flash podcast. I will take that <laughs> because I'm greedy that way. But um, I guess we can we can talk about the J thing a little bit later. So uh, Andrew, you want to kick us off? Oh, with with our secondary, with our secondary story, our secondary story. Um, yeah, the Harry and Jesse family stuff uh, this is uh definitely the section of the show that gets the award for uh best at making me think i missed something because the last i no. remember was them in the uh you know magically conjured up bunk room in star labs i believe when they were hiding out from earth 2 uh as like the last time that we got a real sense of there being uh family you know kind of a father-daughter schism between the two of them like they had stuff that wasn't being said but i also felt that it was uh in my mind at least it seemed like pretty standard you know adolescent girl father overbearing father stuff um maybe it was just for me that it ended up taking uh, it had been maybe a little too long since we had revisited that story that when jesse showed up it's almost like She's so not a part of this story anymore that when she did show up, I wanted to give them the pass on just letting her be a part of the team and not have to bring any emotional baggage or anything with her. Uh, But they started hitting that pretty hard pretty quickly. I would want to know how you guys felt about not necessarily just the father-daughter stuff, but how Harry actually came across in this episode to you. If he was a little gruffer than usual or maybe a little less likable or a little more erratic i couldn't really get a bead on how i felt about him in this episode because we ended up getting to a place where it feels like we almost were where i thought we were you know not necessarily chummy but an understanding between father and daughter did that work more for you guys uh he's been unlikable most of this season i'll be really honest Mm -hmm. i feel like he's overly abrasive He's even even the chemistry between him and Cisco is less fun and a little bit more icy. Yeah. Um, it's not. It's it's like even even tonight when he's talking to to Cisco um, and they're making a funny about like the little modesty joke, which usually we're like, oh, that's just the Ramon Harry thing. Um, so it felt a little bit malevolent tonight. Um, malevolent. Uh, what does that I, mean? I, um evil okay it felt yeah. it, it, not evil per se but it, it felt like there was evil definitely meaning. some steel attached evilish yeah 
Um, but I, he's been unlikable most of the season. That's why I couldn't figure it out. And I'm like, I don't understand what's going on. And if this whole thing, this schism between Jesse was supposed to have been the issue, then we needed to have gotten more backstory about it. He can't just come back and be like, Jesse kicked me off the team. I'm real angry. I'm like, stop being an angsty teenager. If you want to come back, yeah. be a part of the team. And, uh, or, or if we've got problems, I mean, we've spent who knows how long solving Ralph's problems this season. Why don't we solve Harry's? Um, it wasn't in this episode, weirdly enough. Um, it was nice. I was like, can't he just hug the, like, the yeah, nuclear the bomb? Nuke. <laughs> that was my thought. I'm like, Maybe that's why it pop. wasn't there. I guess that's yeah. why. It would have been too easy to What did to he solve. say? They, they said that he was, he was busy like, moving, in, moving, moving in downstairs or something. I'm like, I don't know why what? he was downstairs. I don't even know what was going on with that. He's a PI in Central City. Do you think he makes good money? No, he has to live in the in the in the tube thing. Yeah. Uh, sad. What well, that is very sad. Anyway, what do you call that? Pudgies. Okay, thank you. Wow. <laughs> it was really nuts. Uh, but yeah, anyway, I agree. I feel like he's in he's been very abrasive this season. Um and that he hasn't felt like good old Harry, which admittedly, good old Harry doesn't actually exist anymore. There's about good old Harry was season two, Flashpoint was season three. So technically, good old Harry don't exist anymore. But I thought we got past all that issues because that's just too. Well, annoying. he didn't get affected by Flashpoint because he was on Earth two when it happened. Oh. But I think the problem is that the Flash wants to keep Tom Cavanaugh, but there's no story left. There really isn't, and they got to refigure some of these arcs in general. But mm-hmm. Harry, especially, he just doesn't have anything to say as a series regular, maybe as a guest, kind of like Jesse, but just, I don't think we need him on every episode of the show. And it's proven like these side stories with, um, Cecile, like that. I mean, obviously it worked in this episode, but it's like, all right, like, where are you going with all this? It's just like, it's not moving for me. Um, and then the whole Jesse thing. I, I mean, I love seeing Jesse here, but I was actually really worried in the beginning that this was just going to be Harry's story. And it kind of was, because in the beginning, it's just like, Jesse's only here to kind of make Harry, like, figure out his feelings. And she's kind of being used as a tool. And she was here. We still don't know about her team. We still don't know her about her as a hero. And I think Legends, honestly, will fix that in a weird way, because they usually are good at fleshing out characters like that. But yeah, Jesse, we don't know... I'm afraid that she's just going to be in one scene on Legends, because she there was an interview that she talked about her and Wally, and it was like... It sounded like that was all she shot. Oh, really? Oh, and I'm, I, I'm like, no, 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 no. I need my conclusion. I need my, and I need her. I need her, like, to be to go to meet Sarah and say, oh, you, you know, you're on my team back on Earth too. Yeah, no, I mean, it would be, yeah, because again, the problem with Jesse is like, I love her as a character, and I think the actress does a really good job, and that's what proven here the story really wasn't that great between them obviously it was like how did this even happen what's going on but because the two actors like have really good chemistry you felt the emotion in the end you're like okay cool that's a fine story but in the beginning it's just it's harry's story it's just like all right like why does he feel about this way with his wife who died like who knows how long ago obviously it's been a while so it's like it, these feelings kind of randomly showed up again but jesse doesn't take ownership of her own story which is disappointing and a lot of the female characters have a problem with that uh, well honestly a lot of supporting characters in general have a problem with that in this mm-hmm. 
this TV show. Um, but yeah, Jesse especially, because I feel like a lot of it just happens off screen, which obviously it has to, but I want to see her take more ownership of like, yeah, she is a hero that's leading a team and you don't see this here. You really feel like she's this amateur who's just like, all right, I'm going to run here. Thanks, Barry, for telling me that. I'm going to go here and there. You don't really get to see a shining moment with her. She's just kind of there for the ride in a lot of ways, and that's a bit disappointing. I like when she got to say flat out that, you know, I... You need to process. You need to process mom's de- death. Like I love when she. But again, where said. did that come from? Well, like, I know, I know, I agree. I agree. These I, characters I, I, have exist for so long, and the mom, the mother's never been mentioned. <laughs> well, I mean, again, again, in season two, like if you go back, like, there was like a brief mention of like that, that she's clearly not in the picture anymore, and so on. But it's almost like what they did with Laurel, Laurel's mom back in season one. It's like, is she dead? Is she gone? Is she? But divorced? there was no feelings. There was no like, I lost yeah. my wife. I needed to, you know, I have all these built up feelings and this is why i have a horrible like you know not a horrible but a broken relationship with my daughter it just doesn't make sense yeah at all yeah how horrible would the... it be oh, no no oh, I, i'm i'm curious now finish your sentence no please. i'm like how horrible would it be if on earth two he was married to liberty bell and we will never get to see her because they killed her off off screen oh uh. I, I I I thought they were gonna reveal something with that, but they Liberty. Oh, uh, Amy, Liberty Bell, by the way, was a member of the JSA, so that could have been was... cool when we had JSA on Legends last season. Yeah, and then I still don't happened. even understand like I, like the ending episode or the ending scene. It it was precious because Harry's trying to explain to Jesse, like you said, Andrew, just what it's like to love someone that much. Um, but I thought the whole time he was trying to hide that maybe he was responsible for her death. Um, very, yeah, we don't even know how she died. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like that's what I thought they were issues. leading to. I thought that it, I think more it, interesting. I think it was his anger management issue that got her killed during the birth of Jesse. Sorry. Okay. So that was my other question. Did she die during her, during Jesse, when Jesse was born? I, I, I quit. I texted or, or afterwards. Yeah. I think it, it must've been close, but she, Jesse knew who she was. But she also seemed like she didn't really remember her, so she had to be young. Yeah. But she went to yeah. therapy to get over it. Well, I guess just losing a mother and not having a mother in your life, maybe that's why she went to maybe therapy. Maybe not having that, it's just yeah. Yeah. that so is common. The 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 character relationship difference between what we saw tonight between Harry and Jesse and Jesse's reluctance to hug her dad versus the first time that we meet Harry and Jesse in his office. When she comes back from school, it's night and day, polar opposites, and it makes no sense. Because to me all of it happened off there. screen. That's the thing. It's like yeah. we didn't see her with her team. We know nothing of her being a superhero. It's just like we don't get enough information of Jesse, but then they really rely on Jesse a lot because they don't know what to do with Harry. So it's just such a weird situation. We need well, another. Earth, yeah. I think we need another Earth Two episode where we get to focus on her. I I, I mean, think. I, mean, I agree. I honestly, all of this would have made. And this is, I'm not not like, this is how they should have done it, because it was actually in the episode. But if they had had this weird abrasiveness coming out of nowhere, as Jesse is like, actress and character are just getting older and more, you know, they present. When she showed up, I didn't have any I, any thought at all of her not being her own capable speedster. And I liked how they did kind of put her and Barry on a level playing field in this episode. But mm-hmm. if they had had, Although, like, if in fine. that in that final scene, if they had, because I get, I'm assuming this was their intention, was if they had like zoomed in and held on Harry or Jesse when uh, the mother's voice said she's just like me, 
like so much my brain would have filled in all of that space of oh this is why the the feelings are changing is jesse is becoming a woman and she actually is like her mother like and they put that line in there and i have to imagine that's why they put it in there but 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 there's just we but again it happens off screen that would have done a lot of like patching over and being the you know oh okay i get it but it's still not shown to us, and that is that is weird. Do you think this would have benefited if this had been a two-parter episode? No. Oh, no, because they would mm-hmm. take away... For, like, I would... I had a problem with some of the urgency of this episode also, because I remember you said, uh, Andy, you love that there was urgency. And for me, there didn't feel like th- that there was urgency. You kind of knew I was wrapped up. And if there was another part, then there really wouldn't have been any urgency. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> no, I mean, I'm saying I'm loving it. You know, if if this had been the ep- only, you know, because this is the only episode, of course, I love it in this context. But like, had, you know, if this had been a two-setting episode, I would have been saying something differently. Um, Amy, you were trying to say something a minute ago. No, Warriors. I was just, Andrew, when you're saying that, it makes total sense, you know, that, that, that Jesse is maybe turning into her mother. And when Jesse said, I don't need you anymore to her father, mm-hmm. it was like he was losing his mo- her mother again. Mm. And yeah. it, I wonder if that's it. Like, like he he's like, I've literally lost the last thread of my wife because my daughter doesn't trust me. She doesn't want to be with me anymore. She doesn't think I'm worthy. Um, we don't know what happened on Earth, too. Just like you guys are saying, it's frustrating off screen. Maybe he tried to get too involved. Maybe someone got hurt and it was his fault. Maybe, I don't know, she did something that he didn't think was necessary, put herself in the harm's way, which is, you know, hero yeah. business. But yeah. I, I do like that It's not knowing idea. and also frustrating because I don't think we are supposed to wonder. Yeah, and, and this also feels out of character for Jesse, and that's why I, I kept saying, like, she kind of feels like a pawn for Harry's storyline because they mm-hmm. mold her to be, you know, again, what you were saying, Andrew, like, oh, like, she's just like her mother, and now he's upset because she's becoming a woman. It's like she's just this melding, and um, she's upset with her father, and we don't know why. It's yeah. just like you're just melding her into a non-character in a lot of ways, just to give Harry a storyline. It's just, yeah. It's much, I just don't understand why she didn't hug him back. Like, that's the kind of thing yeah. where characters... They loved each other. Yes. They loved each They were so close, and there there must have been something really bad to break that bond. Not just, like, he's upset about the mother. There's more than just being upset no, with I, I, I agree. and having I mood swings. Like, you have to, like, really do something bad to your kid to break a relationship that was so strong when they were introduced. Yeah, I was, if I can just put this in, is that I, I will say, I, I mean, I will, I, I enjoyed, I get, I, the circumstances are bizarre, but I, the performance itself is lovely to watch. I think it's, you know, it's mm. beautiful. It's emotional. You know, I, I, you know, I know, you know, friends of mine who, you know, they've had difficult relationship with their dads and whatnot. So, you know, I think that, you know, like, you know, you know, growing up and you know being separated from your child as they're going on to live their adult life i know that is difficult and you know my, when my dad when my sister moved out you know it was that you know and she became her you know her own woman and became you know her own person you know it was difficult so i think that was you know really beautiful in, in sweden and whatnot but if we look at it as a whole i think i enjoyed the jesse quick parts of a wild being this time more than i did the jesse wells 
things of her character because it is very weird. We don't have enough context and background. And who knows? Maybe it is. I'm not saying it's a good excuse, but like maybe there's deleted scenes. Maybe they, you know. And again, I know we haven't missed anything. Like you know, like we, I, the only reference we have is when Harry comes back from Earth Two and says that he got kicked off the team and because he was interfering too much and whatnot. But I think Cat is spot on so that you don't. It's almost you don't get banished or dismissed that hard for having issues you know getting over the death of your wife so but i know i but i will say this at least it was great acting it was you know it was good execute it was good executed even though the premise and base and build up to it is it can be discussed and debated um maybe in that you know in a separate episode or something like that because yes it is it's wonky if i'm gonna put it nicely but yeah i mean but i will say this is like you know it's at least i mean i don't know if we're gonna see jessica anymore this season because i know that she the actress i think just a couple while being just a couple couple days ago she got her she's been cast in her own the lead in her own pilot and sadly cat it's not just a quick spinoff i'm sorry it's not just a quick spinoff I know. I really like the actress too so i know i know maybe she and willa holland could let i know like (laughs) together because um, I mean, I mean, I mean, so, I'm so down. Yes. Right? A web series, yeah. No, I mean, just just to make this clear, this week of DC TV is just for me and Cat because we're getting everything we've been asking for on Hulk Flash and Air, I guess, for the past nine months. Be, you know, Fia is gonna put on her suit again, yeah. which will be fun. I, I'm gonna watch the. I'm behind this season, but I'm watching will, this I, episode. I've <laughs> offered you free recapping of what has happened. Oh, I gotta, I gotta watch it for myself though. It's Arrow. Right. I gotta, right. I gotta watch. I do appreciate that though. <laughs> yeah. Let me. I'm gonna put a shoulder on your and sh- a hand on your shoulder and say, "Good luck." It's it's a it, it is a it's an experience. Oh, um, but uh, do we want to move on to Amy yeah. so to break up the primary story? Yeah, so I loved the main story of this episode, which, like I said earlier, I thought the pacing of the episode was really well done. I enjoyed that this took up a majority of the episode. Um, Andrew, would you like to, like, what are your thoughts on, before we get even to the episode, like, what's your concept thoughts of Flash Time? And how does it relate into (laughs) what we've seen in the comic books? Because I don't don't have any knowledge. I'm Knowledge okay. comic book wise, I feel like you have opinions. I I feel confident saying that even if something like this has taken place in the comics, and I can't remember it having taken place, um, you know, the Flash can give or take speed. Uh, that's kind of I think we maybe we brushed up against that in the show before this, but it's definitely within the the tool set um but allowing a person's body to <laughs> allowing a regular human or even a metahuman to suddenly become a speedster on the level of Barry is like that breaks i w- i w- yeah to me like my instinct is that it breaks even the like science fiction of what Barry is doing uh, when, when he's actually like his cells are different, you know? Uh, so to say, I appreciate that they are, that they made that extra step to be like a human body is not meant to be doing this, you know, traveling at this speed, but 
keeping it still foggy enough that we have no idea actually why. Uh, like, I, I don't know. It, it, it bothers me because it allows for a cool narrative conceit. Like, I, I enjoy the idea of Barry bringing someone along with him into that. But as a Flash comic, like the mythology of that fan... I instantly worry about all of the weird doors that this opens of logic and Barry being alone in that with other speedsters is kind of his thing. Like that's kind of what makes him a unique person uh, and a unique hero. So neat. I, I prefer this over having a conversation with his wife, uh, yeah. <laughs> like a, a big fake out over a commercial break, but it it does feel i mean it it does feel like kind of a cheat and i think that the writers would probably with their tongue firmly planted in their cheek say like it, yeah i mean it is we're it allowing is. other people to have super speed but but for me the it it went nowhere like bringing cisco and caitlin and harry in allowed them screen time in the episode but i don't think any of it actually advanced anything that he did so that makes it but even it weirder crossed for me. Off. It crossed off things that he couldn't do. Yes. I mean, realistically, I, I liked it because I'm like, what else? What else is Barry gonna do? He can't mm-hmm. just run around and figure this out on his own. Like he needs help. But so I, I liked that part of it. I liked that conceit. But I agree, there is a level of hey, let's just um, suspension of disbelief. Whistle, yeah. whistle past this graveyard, right? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah nobody looks too close but at it, this. I mean, if we can accept, a, you know, a TV show where we have, you know, talking gorillas and sharks and, you know, multiverses and all that. I mean, it's like this. I mean, I, yes, the science can be can be questioned, but I feel like should we question it too much when we're watching, you know, a science fiction television show? Well, well and that's like in a bottle story episode. Telling. Oh, sorry. Yes. No, no. I, and I was just going to say, like, in a bottle episode, it's easier I wish this wasn't the kind of show where we've kind of been told to just forget this stuff once the episode's over. Yeah, and I think, you know, there there has to be rules in storytelling. You know, if, if everything's, you know, loopy, it's just like, yeah, you can do anything. And there's there's some sort of realism that goes into science fiction and some sort of applied science in a way that goes into science fiction. So... In a way, you kind of still have to think about it. Um, and there but, were, I mean, there were rules in this. I mean, but maybe not enough rules because you know we yeah. did see that even Jay and and I almost said Violet. Uh, I'm, I'm sure she wouldn't be able to withstand that log in her song because apparently humans can. But Jesse couldn't. Jesse and Jay couldn't um, stand for that long. In yeah, in and I, re- I I appreciate that. And, and even Barry. watching Jay watching Jay slow down until he yeah. was motionless was really effective. And watching yeah. Barry like heat up and physically sweat for the first time that we've ever mm-hmm. seen him sweat. Like I'm like, whoa, he can get real drunk. Right <laughs> <now."> <laughs> hey, is this just something like you've been keeping tabs on for the past four years of like? No, does he but sweat? it's an interesting. It's an interesting thing to note. Is I mean, when real, Jay sweat, have, right? Yeah, as soon as he started, I was like, oh, something's that? up. What does this it's mean? Like, it's, yeah, it, it's it's a it's a good within the context of the episode. The science was consistent. Mm-hmm. The sci-fi was consistent, and that at least made the episode enjoyable and trackable. Like you could follow what was happening. Cat, uh, you will even on Legends. There are some episodes where we're like, um, did that? But if they did that, doesn't that change that happened? And how come that happened? But they don't remember the thing yeah, with they the definitely Amaya make run? their own rules there. Yeah, <laughs> right. 
instantly. So we, I, I've gotten much better at just kind of like shirking it off my shoulder and being like, eh, let's go with it. I think Legends is a comedy as well. It's easier to do that, you yeah. know, because you kind of take it as more of a sitcom in, in a weird way. But that's the <laughs> truth. With Flash, it's like you're looking for the science fiction and delving mm-hmm. into yeah. the science fiction. So, But at least use it effectively. And they did do that in this episode. And, you know, seeing... Like seeing Jesse touching her dad and nothing happening communicated everything they intended it to, even if I couldn't go like one step into actually wondering what what had happened. That didn't make sense to me because I was like, wait a minute, why can't she like, is this like it's Barry's power? Whatever mm-hmm. this is, is something Barry has, has they, they said he, he developed it after he came out of Speed Force. Whatever this is, this control of time and flash time, it's exclusively Barry's. Yeah. He, huh. he like, is, it establishes that hierarchy of like, you know, connection to the Speed Force, which, and that is like you said, it all plays. I, I don't think that there was ever a moment where I thought, what, like, what's happening? Except when Killer Frost did the, I didn't quite understand. Yeah, we'll we, we we get, we will get there. We will get there. Sure, but I have to yeah. point out, if we're going to nitpick the science of this, yeah. I was just as upset by Barry, the forensic scientist and chemist, having a nuclear reaction explained to him. Like, uh, he was yeah. being explained by like Jesse. Hard, Andrew, okay? Science but is Jesse, hard. <laughs> Jesse was explaining it to him, and I had a moment I, sitting I there thinking. I love that. I love when well, you get to be smart. Yeah, because I, good for um, her. But Barry looked surprised, and that was when I was like, uh oh, uh oh. Okay. You know what? They, oh, did, that well. to, they did that for Cat because Cat will never get Jesse to say that <laughs> that speed formula. So they, you know, they made it for Cat. <laughs> yeah. I mean, okay, they still but... didn't say it, but <laughs> I wish they said it because it would. It, I just want to see an actor deliver that. Like, did he have to say it really, really fast? Like, how does like? I just want to see how they would do it. You know, who maybe maybe one day we will see it. So I do want to discuss how come. Caitlin's powers, Killer Frost's powers, didn't work on the nuclear thing. Is it just that it was too hot? Like it was yeah, it was definitely the heat. Yeah, it was okay. the heat that weakens her powers. Which we didn't talk about Caitlin's uh, kind of character oh, development, which I liked. That she that was cool. Yeah, she felt <laughs> bad for her. Amy, so, Amy, Amy, Amy. Uh, cool. Okay. Come the on. more you point out the funds, the I, less funny they become. My no, friend. but for me, for me, it's like. Because something I try to do funny puns, think I'm funny, but I'm, you know, I'm not quite not funny. But like when you that, do for that the pun wasn't that pun wasn't a pun. I uh, was coincidental. Powers. Cool. This development was fascinating huh. because <laughs> I I actually was genuinely shocked when Killer Frost says don't. What was she's like? Don't let Katie die. I was like, oh my gosh. So and Killer Frost remembers too. I love that. Oh, I love that. that. Was like, great. And it's such a small moment, too, because Caitlin really didn't have much to do in this episode. But that moment was like, all right, it makes it. I liked it. And hopefully they can it. Okay, so here's a prediction time. Are, are we thinking that they're going to try to separate the two and make two separate bodies? Or are they going to try to, like, make it so that it's like a firestorm situation where Katie is in charge, but Killer Frost is always there and she can hear her? Because I feel like I, that would get exhausting. I think it's just Killer Frost understanding her relationship more with katie like i think uh, caitlin is helping her um become a better person so i think that's what we're seeing is them understanding each other a bit more um but i don't think they'll separate because i agree that's just gonna get confusing but i think yeah killer frost is just becoming a better person yeah i, I think like it, sorry 
dig up Killer Frost's body from Earth 2, and then they put Killer Frost's personality into Killer Frost's body, and then you can have actually two individuals. But it's been over two years. How is the body so, like, like wouldn't it be, like, bones? They did it with Sarah. They can do it. But, but, right? but Sarah wasn't dead for that. Wait, hold on. She's... Well, that was, was magic, too. So they, they just got to bring yeah. Constantine. Uh, Constantine's available. Yeah. yeah. Sarah knows his number. Or she's yeah. frozen and, like, didn't, you know, she was preserved. Ooh. I like that. Upon death, she, like, her cells. Ooh. Good yeah. plan. Good plan. All right. Um, I think it's becoming one person, in my opinion. I think they're becoming one person. Oh. Let's talk about the last little thing that we really want to, or that I want to hit home on. Just, Kat, I'm going to start with you. How spectacular was it to see all three of those speedsters working together? Oh man, that, I mean, that's the highlight of this episode. I do agree with uh, Andy. I wish Wally was here too, but I mean, that's the fun of it. Just finally getting all these speedsters together and just working together, like you said. I loved it. Yeah. Andrew, you're a huge comic book nerd. Was it satisfactory and satisfying? It was satisfying how quickly they actually did it. Like when. You know, they said, okay, so if we do, if we all throw a lightning bolt, it should work. Okay, great. And then just zip, they all went off. That was very, like, yeah, let's, we're, we're done with the dramatic, you know, getting down into the runner's stance and everything. It's just, we are doing this. This is what we're doing. And yeah, the lined up throw, uh, no, it was great. I mean, like, I love the lightning throw anyway. And even the final lightning run oh, that was, so was cool. um, that, I think that, I have a big question about how that, actually ended well whatever but um yeah no that was that was a blast and how he was hovering basically barry to like emphasize how fast the speed force is compared to him that was yeah that was for a comic book fan i feel like this is one of the top episodes it was very thor ragnarok Mm. you need some immigrant song pounding yeah oh man that would have been so good Ah, oh, that would have been great. Someone re-fan edit that yeah, for me. Yeah, David, David Jones, if you're listening, you got your next assignment. Do Someone it. please uh, dub these scenes to Lightning and Thunder, please. Yes. Just put that on YouTube. Oh, that'd be great. Um, Andy, do you want to add anything about the Speedster team-up? I want more. Like, this is what I... Look, I love Barry Allen. I do. But there's a selfish, selfish part of me that it wishes this was a Flash family show where, you know what? They have the biggest ass budget in the world. They have John with his ship, Violet Bean, Keenan Lonesdale, actor for Bart Allen, and Max Murphy, everyone. Everyone. I want, like, this is what I want more of because I think it's it's fun. It, and that's the thing, like, I, I, because we know how last season was, and that's what I've been wanting this season. And this episode was, even though the season four has been, you know, like, it's been what it is uh, i mean at least better than season three this is episode where i'm like this feels like season one of the flash but it feels more involved where we can have this kind of adventure in the storytelling and i i get i never thought for one second that we that the speed force would be so such an enemy in this show that the first of all i'm kind of confused does it does the speed force now know that the spear that that Barry is actually not stuck in the speed force anymore. That he knows that it's, the spear is well, f- fake. Because I was it, like, I don't get it. Did it grab this? Did it grab the quark sphere or did it hit the bomb or both? That's what I couldn't figure out. The little, it, the little like dog toy looking thing. 
Yeah. So he grabbed that and threw it at the nuclear bomb, and that, I, I'm assuming, disintegrated in the heat of it, and that the, 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 the lightning bolts that followed then did that, and now... Hit the bomb. Yeah, now so, I feel like the Speed Force is vacant again. Ah, uh, okay. See, I don't know if it would be that Which simple, though, because... fascinating. Because that's mean that... Ooh, we can make the Thinker absorb the powers of a speedster and then get locked in there. Yep, see? Is that what we're doing? Uh, I feel like DeVoe's behind <laughs> all of this somehow, but we're not going to go with that. No, not, not, really not, this, not, not, not this week. He's uh, behind uh, Eden Core. Eden Core. <laughs> yeah, I no, really I... like that shit. I liked her Eden a lot. Core. <laughs> Eden Core. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I wonder where they were this week. Um, but... Uh, I, you know, maybe Marley who just stuck listening to uh, the new Devo playing the violin over and over again. Um, but no, I really, I thought, it, also, by the way, can we give a shout out to Armin and, and the team at Encore for their, like, this was was one of the most visual beauties I've ever seen when he, when the speaker was running, or I guess hovering after him. I thought, I, you know, it was just, it was dope. Like, it was like reading a comic. Like, it's like, you go, you know, you read the panels, and then you turn to the next page, and it's just a splash page of Flash and the Speed Force like racing after each other. So okay. I, uh, I don't have, I don't have, I wasn't, I was like whatever when it came to the the Veronica Dale villain. Uh, I guess she's from the comics, uh, Hyrex or something like that. But I have no idea about her in the comics. So, um, but no, I. I enjoyed Flash Time, the power. I enjoyed the whole mission. And I enjoyed the fact that... This is going to sound really weird. Because we've seen Barry very human throughout most of the seasons on the show. But like when Amy was pointing out that... Because I didn't even think about it. Because maybe this is a fact that we don't see him sweat or, or broken down like that very often. It was power. Because I think sometimes that sometimes what stories do like maybe in comics is that they elevate these hairs like Superman and flash to like god statuses but they're not gods and i like to see the flaws in those kind of characters and tonight we were reminded of that he's a metahuman but the the human part and that's in the metahuman term is still very very relevant and i appreciate the show addressing that because something i don't think we i don't think we get that uh, that rem- that reminder enough so, it was powerful, I, and I enjoyed it. And I again, I won more episodes like this. What did you think, Amy? Well, I just I have to echo everything you guys said. I thought it was really powerful to see them working together. And I just got such a kick out of the lightning bolt thing. I liked them working together. I liked seeing that team up. I'm full on board with teamwork right now, a la Legends. So it was just um, it was it was a solid team up, and I want to see more. And less DeVoe. I will, I will be so happy if I never hear <laughs> yes. DeVoe again. Ugh. Well, only, only eight episodes. There's eight a lot episodes. more episodes left in this season, and I am still annoyed <laughs> we don't know what the heck is going on. So I anyway, would, I... I'll throw something if he's the villain for next season. Obviously, no. 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 Oh, yeah. I'm has... having enough trouble dealing with Damien as the villain again yeah. this season on Legends, and we're loving this season of Legends. So if it happens to be... Devoe again, and he's not defeated. No, Devoe's um, gonna. Dubai. He's not. Goodbye. <laughs> that was, that. I agree, though. Andy. Yeah. No, he's not. She's not. He's not going to be developed, or he or she, whatever body he will end up being by the end of the season. Devoe is not going to be developed for next season. Uh, I can. Pro- I can promise you that. 
he ain't coming back. Uh, although I wouldn't mind if Marlies took around for a little more because she. I need them all gone. <laughs> what your... Wait, wait, wait. Okay, I, I think I just start over. Like I yeah. need a fresh start. Uh, yeah, place. I just don't like this arc. But I mean, from when he was introduced, I thought he was cheese whiz, and now he's just like bringing down the plot so much. It's just no. <laughs> but again, the true villain of these shows are the twenty-three episode structure. Yeah, no, I agree with that. Yeah, uh, that's why I'm kind of jealous of you guys at Legends that you only have like four episodes left, and I'm like, Jesus, we have eight more episodes, and we still have like zero answers. But uh, but I Legends has been going so good this season, and I'm genuinely mm-hmm. bummed we only have four episodes left. I know, I'm upset. Ugh. I know. It's but you guys great. had to wait like you had to wait two months. It's like for it to come back. So it was like I don't know. I but oh, I have one final question though. What is this? Like, I don't, I literally do not know what the status of the Speed Force is at this point. Is it, like, if Barry oh, goes I don't know if there. the show does either. No, I'm <laughs> joking. <laughs> no, the like, Speed like, Force is going to be vacant again. Probably, I think Andrew was spot on. They're going to m- somehow make the Speed Force think that DeVoe uh, is a, like yeah. a speedster and they're going to throw him into the Speed Force and that would solve all the problems. Oh, that's like so unsatisfying. <laughs> yeah, I don't want that. <laughs> There's well, nothing satisfying about Amy, the character Amy, anyway. Amy, I agree, Amy, though. Don't, I agree. Amy, don't, pre- don't yeah. predict the future. Like, it, like because sometimes you make things come Andrew to fruition. Yeah. Oh, Andrew, oh, Andrew, 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 don't come back from your, from your your honeymoon and predict bad things for us. Like, like I, don't, I don't want that. I'll go, I'll go one step dumber and say that them trying to unlock the secrets of DeVoe's pocket dimension... We'll just end up with them saying something like, we can make a pocket dimension in the Speed Force, and then we don't have to worry about this ever again. Yep. By the way, Jay's retiring. Oh, I yeah. Hey, that other uh, feature is going to be. I thought that was cool. Yeah. Also, MVP of the episode was Jay's peacoat. <laughs> that was spectacular. Well done. That was, oh, I was in awe of that. They said something, what, about, what? A new speedster? What? What? <laughs> I didn't hear anything in that scene. I was deafened by the sight of that delicious coat. <laughs> yeah, this is, this is, is this... very reminiscent of, of basically all that Kat Morgan and I do on episodes where they have cool outfits in Legends. We just, like anytime we just it's a gosh. Western episode, we're so just like ev- the outfits. Like, so you mean like basically every episode of them because they have pretty... Yeah. We do. And then we talk about the wigs for a little while. Oh, oh my god, Damien Dark's wig this yeah. week. I, well, I laughed. That wig is for a reason, but we'll save that for our episode yes. for tomorrow. It, it's an yes. homage to something else. But anyways, it was yeah. bad. <laughs> who, do you guys, who do you guys think the, the female speedster is? I don't know, honestly. I who, really... do you, who, who do you want it to be? I, I don't think we have enough information Ooh. to accurately yes. I no. agree with that. I don't. Okay, okay. be greedy. Demand who you want it to I mean, be. I think one of Barry's relatives would be nice. Yes, a few. <laughs> yeah, I want them to cast the alternate Barry, who is a woman on her three. That'd be kind of interesting. Yeah. Does Does Grant Gustin have a sister? <laughs> yeah, cast he ha- he does have a he, he does have a sister. That's in. But I, I don't. But I don't think she's an actress. No. Yeah. Find find some fantastic actress. actress to do an impression of Grant Gustin, and I am a hundred percent here for that. That's cool, though. I like that. I like that idea. Because there's Amy, not like Amy, that Amy, many female speedsters in the comics. Well, like, well, well, I mean, 
Tell that to Russ. Tell that to Russ Berling at Combo.com because after that episode, he posted a list of ten suspe- candidates it could be of uh, the female speedster. Well, be only Russ can do that. I I, 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 give, I give all the props to Russ. Stella, Stella Allen. There's uh, Carrie Allen. Don Allen. There's um, Danica. There yeah. is there is uh, Joni Swift. There is uh, Iris West, who is Wally West's daughter. Um, that would be kind of cool. That was honestly the first person I thought of was uh, Wally's, da- Wally's daughter. Um, it, yeah, so it could be. I mean, it could be Mina Dawn or whatever. It's like there's. Oh just... no, give it, give it to Earth Two, Iris. Ah, oh, nice. Yeah, just that'd be cool. But he's from Earth. But he's from. But he's from Earth Three. Yeah, Earth but he, whatever. Iris. Take her. She's a working on the CS mission. Hey, that's true. Let's buy day speedster. Um, yeah. <laughs> but any any final thoughts on this episode before we go to feedback? I thought it was solid. It is interesting though that we broke it down a little bit more as we went through the you know, the Jesse and um Harry scenes. Yeah. Yeah, but I think that that's a solid discussion and um mm. I, I, you know, on such a solid episode like this, it is nice to be able to kind of look at some of the things that didn't work so well. But it felt different last couple of episodes that we've been recording, at least for The Flash. It feels like we had to dig for the things that we enjoyed and that everything else, uh, it, it just felt good to to nitpick about something that we didn't like in an overall enjoyable episode. And it wasn't even that we didn't like it; we just were confused. Yeah. Like about last week's episode, that we were uh-huh. like, no, last week we didn't like it. Generally, we didn't like it last week's episode. But this week we were like, we loved it. But you know, just because you you know love an episode, we you know that doesn't mean we were not allowed to like ask things about it. So uh, I think it's net picking can be good too. It can. Um, yeah, more to gush over, which is good. Yeah, it was that. That was genuinely nice, and you know, like great job by. Todd Helping and Sterling Gates, who uh, who co-wrote this episode. And look, I, I've been saying this since season, since season four started. And I will say it again: Sterling Gates is one of the best things to have ever happened to the show. And I, you know, <laughs> I'm I, look, no, I, I I am a Sterling fanboy. I will admit it. He he's a great writer. Uh, yep. Guys, you, you should get you should read his vibe book that uh, DC should not have canceled. Uh, DC. Um, I will never forgive for that because I need a conclusion, and uh, he, I'm glad he's part of the show. And you know, and you know, he created Caitlin Snow, so you know, the fact that we actually understand her a little bit better this season is probably a, a testament to his great work. So, um, Andrew, do you have any final thoughts on this episode? I did. Where can I find that coat? <laughs> we will get it for you as there, a, as, a, as a late wedding thank gift. You. There's a website called The Hunt. And it's about okay. finding clothes that have been in a TV show. That Excellent. is not the first thing I would think of when I hear the hunt.com. I would think that it's like hunting for animals, whatever, so on. But that, that, that's an um, interesting premise, I guess, uh, for, for, a web, for a name of, uh, of, that, of that feature. Uh, before we get to feedback, Amy has to take off. Uh, I do. Andy, I think I have to take off, too, because it's late. <laughs> oh, oh, Kat and I... Kat and I are running on fumes, and I have to be up and ready to work in about six hours. So Ooh, uh, 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 all right. Oh, man. Um, uh, well, I will start with Kat. First of all, thank you so much for, for coming by. Tell people where they can find you on social media and your other projects. And, uh, I mean, you and I, we're going to be 
podcasting actually tomorrow. So yes. I was like, I was like, I will talk to you soon. But like, no, we're talking tomorrow. We are so- talking tomorrow. Well, thank you for having me. This was a lot of fun. And I love talking about Jesse. So it was great. Um, and yeah, for tomorrow, we will be recording Legends of Tomorrow podcast. So I'll probably be out Thursday, though. Um, and Andy will be on as a guest for that. Um, and of course, Amy, me and Morgan will be discussing uh, the episode as well. Uh, and for me, you could check out my writing at Newsarama and IGN. Uh, also, my comic book YouTube channel, Comic Uno, and uh, our group YouTube YouTube channel, Comic Frontline, where we do a comic book uh, live show every Tuesday, which I was doing before this, uh, live starting at 10 p.m. Eastern time, uh, and also Media Madness, which we usually do on Fridays, and I announce the topic on, on Twitter, and that's my Twitter's at Comic Uno. And uh, check out my comics, uh, like Father Like Daughter, and they call her the dancer. Laziest woman in America, ladies and gentlemen. No, <laughs> <laughs> always, <laughs> always. Uh, and Brit, not not Brittany. Amy, where can? <laughs> wow, I'm sorry. Uh, where can people find you on social media and your other stuff? Uh, you can find Brittany at Kind of Movie Snob <laughs> on Twitter. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Amy underscore Marie ninety seven. Same with on Instagram and on the Legends of Tomorrow podcast. I'm really excited about recording Legends tomorrow, which I forgot we were recording tomorrow. I thought we were recording on Thursday. <laughs> I'm glad I mentioned I'm really glad you reminded me, Kat, because I I was planning on being at the gym tomorrow. So. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> it's gonna be a fun episode though yeah because yeah. uh me and morgan we're gonna be seeing the jessica jones uh paley center thing so that's we usually record on thursdays but i can't, uh, I can't say anything about the episodes but you're you're in for a good time with jessica jones oh, i'm excited excited to watch it that's it's it's good stuff it's good stuff uh but i'm not allowed to say anything other than that so all i'm gonna say is patsy i need more uh, yeah patsy. oh i I love Trish Walker, uh, but I, Kat, I will, see, Kat and Amy, I will see you ladies tomorrow night. And uh, but you guys, uh, thanks for discussing this week's episode of the Flash, and we will see you soon. All right, talk to you guys yeah. later. Bye. Sleep well. Bye. Bye. And I'm not letting you go anywhere. So no, <laughs> because, I yeah. because you're going to read us some listener feedback before we wrap the show. So uh, th- th- think of it as another uh, wedding gift uh, d- delayed to you <laughs> thank you oh, there, there, it's great feedback though it's great feedback it's great okay oh and there's a good amount of it too okay all right uh well let's start with our tweets uh we have one here from at my meyer <laughs> my meyer cella seer meyer cella seer at the flash podcast my fave episode of the flash in a while uh, yep I feel like that's going to be a common uh, refrain here. West Allen and West family feels galore with cool effects and some insight into Daw, I mean, mystery girls, potential dislike of Frost. An excellent hour overall. Uh, that, yeah, I'm, maybe someone here has a good theory on mystery girl. What was it? Uh, what was it? Coffee patron? Uh, what is yeah. she credited as? No, no, no. It was, it was like nervous coffee patron on IMDb. And I'm like, that's such a, weird listing yeah nervous more well she was just in a she was anticipating she was anxious for this meeting yeah that did go well yeah <laughs> that was perfect <laughs> delivery that was great uh an ex an excellent hour overall very very true meyer cella uh at west allen allure says my favorite episode this season it was straight out of a comic book it had so many easter eggs and really honed in on iris being barry's lightning rod and he actually said it died the episode was fun, edgy, and full of heart. Uh, that was fantastic. That, what is that, that emoji? That's a heart. 
Oh, with the little finger? No, the one after the hands. I can't see it because I because Google Doc doesn't let me copy. Oh movies. man, uh, okay. We didn't talk about, it, but they did say Lightning Rod. Finally, they established yeah. that concept because in the comics, um, Linda, Iris, yeah. who's Bart's love interest? Oh, the scientist. Uh, well, short lived, sadly. Yeah, like, the, like, like eight the, issues or something. If I, yeah. yeah, the women in the Flash will play, you know, this lightning rod role of like they're the ones. Joan, like, yeah, Joan, yeah, yeah. Even though Jay didn't really have to worry about speed, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, no, that was cool, and I like that they used that as the kind of aha, which we all knew was coming. Uh, but that was good. I'm going to say that this emoji is um, two hands balancing three uh, large strawberries. So good call, West Allen Allure. That's very difficult. Uh, at Ms. Purple 360, this is the best episode so far this season. It had suspense, action, and heart. I was on the edge of my seat because I didn't know what was coming next. West Allen really had my emotions on high. Yeah. At Rachel Joy 23, didn't get to see the last minute, but was still a great episode. He didn't miss much. Uh, loved Barry's personal moments with each character. Uh, I'll, I'll just insert here that him not talking to Joe was heartbreaking. Uh, in a good way. The returns of Jay and Jesse, and of course, Wes Allen, will definitely rewatch. This will be a fun one to rewatch. Uh, at Zay2418, I loved it. Incredible episode with Jay, Jesse, Barry, and the rest of Team Flash. Well, except Ralph, who was absent. He was, come on, he was moving. Uh, at Mari West Allen, amazing. Even though it was a filler, it was one of the best episodes of the season. But were you listening to this podcast? I love how Barry got to have a flash time moment with each character. Iris saving the day made me so happy. I haven't wanted to rewatch any episode so far, but I definitely will with this one. This episode had everything that I've missed and no one out of character. True. Aside from that weird – well, let us know what you thought about our talk about uh, Harry and Jesse. The mystery waitress is back, and hopefully her story unfolds soon. And I absolutely cannot wait till next week. Yeah, right. Okay, now that I've come off this high, I can't help but wonder what will happen now that he's taken the sphere out of the speed force. Curious to know your thoughts. Well, yeah. I mean, you've heard them by now, I suppose. <laughs> yeah. So there you go. You're welcome, Mari. Uh, at Abagay23. At first, I thought Jay might have been referring to Dawn when he said he was going to go train a new speedster, but still thinks she's got to be out of the speed force. I'm, yeah, I'm, there are a lot, we, we kind of only touched on that. It could mean a lot of things what Jay said, right? Like, yeah, that's why like, I don't think it's the mystery girl that, mm -hmm. because, like, why would she come from Earth Free, disguise her identity, and then yeah. have all these, like, seemingly. Uh, well-timed uh, meet up meetings with all these other characters. I don't. I think it's gonna be a character that gets introduced next season, unless they they have time to introduce it. In oh next yeah, yeah. Episodes, but like they haven't decided yet either. Uh, yeah. <laughs> no, yeah, I wouldn't put that. Just say you know we got another. You know speedster. what? It's gonna it's gonna be Laura Lance with speed this time. Oh god, no! It'll be Felicity. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I mean, you, anyway. I mean, look, somewhere Mark Guggenheim is listening to this. He's like, hmm. I mean, oh, I no. made her vigilante on Legends in all the time. Like, why don't make a speedster on a different Earth? You know what? I think it's going to be that waitress or that nervous coffee patron is going to be from the future, and she's come back to help Barry get once over on the Thinker. That's what I'm hoping it is. That, like, they lost, and she's come back to help them win. That'd be very cool. 
Because that's very the one jung- thing that ver- stupid thinker can't handle is time travel. Very Jung Justice like when Bart Allen went in, went back in time to help Blue Beetle like not become the. Yeah, well, and she's definitely coming off as a female impulse, like very so, in, in her performance, right? Like, I mean, the, I I've always been I've I've sometimes jokingly suggested like, this could I mean, what if she's a female Bar Allen? I mean, I wouldn't have yeah. an issue, issue with it. I mean, I know hardcore comic book fans, the comic book boys would would have an issue with it, but yeah. you know, but but they complain about everything, so it's like it's it, it, it is what it is. Just to have her call Iris Grandma. Be, yeah, uh, Frank Hogan. Are these emails now? Yeah, these, these oh, emails. Oh, perfect. Okay. Actual look, real names here. Let's take <laughs> that, Meyer Meyer Chilals. Oh, um, uh, wow. <laughs> Frank Hogan says this episode was great. I love how many people open it with that. That's so awesome. I love the way the speedsters' powers and intellect were utilized. The raw stamina and speed Flash would need to do what he did is astounding. Jesse has also seemed to have gotten a lot faster since she can keep up with the other two. Oh yeah, and go Iris. She's getting a date night for the rest of the month because of that, LOL. Not using time travel was garbage. Going back a few minutes wouldn't have hurt. I don't even, or even seconds, right? That was, I had to try to explain that to my wife and she was like, I don't, I don't buy that. You could go back a couple seconds. Uh, I don't think the time rates are a thing anymore, are they? They ran out of business. Yeah. Uh, Jay Garrick always holds a special place in my heart because he's the guy who started it all. I loved seeing him. Oh, and DeVoe was slick. He probably wanted to tire Barry out or use the energy from the bomb for things to come. Oh, no. Uh, Alex Johnson, best episode of the year. My only concern was Jay Garrick talking near the end about possibly retiring and training a new speedster. I hope that was not a farewell speech by John Wesley Shipp. I do too, I guess. Uh, he is the veteran speedster voice Barry needs every now and then. Oh, that'd be cool if he was more of like a Max Mercury. Like, I'm not active fighting anymore, but I'm more of like a... Because he is kind of more like a Zen guru kind of ways of the Speed Force guy. Yeah, and they, like have, an and, they, and, they have, and they haven't used Max Mercury in a very long time in the comics. So, like, it wouldn't surprise mm-hmm. me if this would be essentially their way of kind of making them into two. But, no, I don't think this was J- John Wilson's final episode. Like, if this was his final episode, like, because if it, there was a part of me that thought he was going to kill killed off. The moment he was like, I can't keep up with yeah. uh, Jesse and Barry, I'm like, oh, God, they're going to kill him off. But, like, <laughs> uh, uh, but um, yeah, no, I, I think that, no, we're going to see more of Jay probably next season or something. But, again, I mean, these other actors are getting busy. Like, you know, Jesse, quick yeah. now, she, if, she, her, if her pilot goes to series, we're not probably not going to see him for quite a while. And uh, maybe John is going back i mean i think he does fear to work sometimes so like we will mm-hmm. we'll see um but sorry, if what it else? is though hmm? if it, it is. is his last what a coat to go in you know what a coat. uh wow. alex johnson continues and barry and uh barry he's the veterans and barry sent jesse to get jay because they need more speedsters but no mention of looking for wally yeah kid flash would have completed an epic speedster team true they could have just made it you know, oh, they have, what four billion jewels, and then I, oh, we need I, all four. The, I think the problem is that because of this Legends thing, and I'm not. I mean, look, I yeah. I will say my thoughts about Wally on Legends on the Smart Podcast uh, this week. Uh, no, but no, it's positive. It's positive. But I think that because when he got moved over, I think that it's it's not as easy anymore to, to just say from a writing standpoint. Oh, we yeah. just grabbed them quickly from from China, or whatever, and uh, before he met the Legends or after he met the Legends, and so on, and because we've now seen that he was with Rip for an episode, so yeah. Uh, yep, yeah, well, do what you can. From Mauricio, at Mark1246. Hey, Andy and crew, how are you guys doing? I'm doing well, Mauricio. Andy? 
I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm doing dandy. Uh, oh, they're numbered. Okay. One. This is going to be weird because I have very, very mixed feelings with this episode. First, my cable company was screwing with my cable for CW channel only for 20 minutes. Had a bad experience. I hate when that happens. Uh, two, I didn't tell you, oh yeah, I wasn't here to tell you guys, like two episodes ago of The Flash, the first mm-hmm. five minutes was like with this horrifying robotic like sound distortion. Oh god, That That's was just worst. like, I won't, I won't go into the microphone, but it was just, if you imagine just like someone rubbing like an electrical cable from your like subwoofer, uh, it was, it was horrible. So that was fun. And then it stopped and I realized I didn't realize. So you can get used to a lot. That's kind of scary. Uh, number two, we are in episode 15 out of 23. I cannot feel any stake for our heroes since I know in the back of my mind they're going to survive because it is a filler episode. Yeah. I did. I did. Uh, I think they, they did that opening with Barry saying, I, there, I can't do it. So that we knew at least he was not going to figure it out. Like, I guess that's why it was there. So I appreciated that. But yeah, I mean, well, anytime well, again, they're in a filler episode. I mean, again, I think people have very odd definitions of a filler episode because I will say this that the fact that this episode is way better than some of the developers we've gotten. Late. I mean, I will say that the trial stuff, like, I mean, anything with Barry in prison was like really great. And then he got out and then it's been kind of a mixed bag. But then we get this and it's just like, this is like, I want this kind of quality every week. And this what that's what we used to get in season one and part of season two. So, and. Yeah. Yeah, I I mean, I feel like that, again, I'm saying that this is the problem with these shows, that they have too many episodes. I think that if there were only 13 yeah. episodes, or if they did 16, but they did, eight, like, eight episodes, each eight episodes is its own arc, like Team Wolf yeah. did it, like S.H.I.E.L.D. does it, and so on. I think that would be a lot more effective. But CW, they, I mean, they got to have their 23 episodes. Yeah. Uh Number three, I'm sorry, but I can't buy that Iris came up with that idea off the ball while Cisco or Frost could. That does seem like a Cisco idea, maybe. Uh, I wish it had better writing because plot hole, Iris wasn't there when they threw that ball in the Speed Force. You think I wasn't going to notice that? Oh, man, I really wanted to see the villain reaction to see her bomb not going off. It would have been satisfying. I thought so. Yeah, so was that video recorded in the event that she would Um, have died? I mean – she knew what they were doing, and I'm pretty sure Cisco explained. Like, wasn't there a scene in the premiere where he said, "Like, I have this plan," and she's like, "No, Cisco, I won't let you do that." And then they did it anyway. But also, guys, I mean, Mark, have you ever heard of off-screen? It's like, like you don't, you really don't think that Iris wouldn't have been informed yeah, maybe, after Barry got out that maybe Cisco how- like really vividly described, yeah, it all for her, you know, yeah. But it's like, but to, to say that it's a it's a plot hole where it's like, no, it's because this team they they talk to each other, like unlike Team Arrow that like never talks to. Each other. Yeah, that would be. Yeah, I'll say it's like it's convenient writing, definitely. But that's... it's not like it's not like plot hole like convenient writing. It's like okay, it's like okay, it's a scene that we just didn't see. But like, I don't need to see Iris being like you know explained to by Cisco like this is how we got him out. I assume I assume, I expect Cisco to have told her. So here is how we got him out. Yeah, or her to have asked, what what happened? How did you fix yeah. the whole prison thing? Which she was asking it like we were too. So yeah, um, so, yeah it's like Mark. I think you're being a little bit too harsh here to say it's a it's a plot hole because 
look at Arrow. Like, as I'm sorry, if you want to talk about the definition of plot holes in the DC TV universe, you, I present to you Arrow, Frozen Eyes, Night and Central on the CW. <laughs> uh, yeah, and it gives a, a rating of a 6 of 10 for now. Bye, guys. I feel like a lot of that is probably the cable effect. Yeah, but... yeah I mean, I mean you, you can miss, I mean, you can miss like two thirds <laughs> of an episode. Yeah. yeah. Uh, P.S. Also, Andy, how's the salt, by the way? <laughs> now that Wally's on Legends, it is better than ever, and I hope he stays there. I love you, man, but I also love when you whine. It's a side of Andy we don't see that often. Um, let's I, let's just know you're human, man. I mean, I I am happy that Wally is back on our screens. Um, yeah. I mean, Legends it's a bummer. I mean, I, it is sad that he didn't get a conclusion on the Flash as on right now. Maybe it will happen. Like maybe I mean, I'm sure he will come back down in the future. But it's like I. I don't know, like what salt, like because I actually enjoy. Like again, I will, I won't, I will say my thoughts on Wally and Legends uh, when I record with the ladies. But I, 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 I'm happy he's on Legends, and but yeah, he can I do would, better there. But I, the, I, but yeah. I, but I, I think he would be far better on Titans, to be honest, because I feel like I want to see that Dick and Wally relationship, and I feel like Keenan would have worked really well with someone like Brandon Fates, Fates. So, um. No, but I mean the salt. Uh, there's not. There's no salt to taste. Yeah, there you go. Uh, PS two. <laughs> Did anyone feel weird when seeing Joe wearing that hat in the shootout? I didn't notice the hat. It's a Joe thing. I mean, I, mean, I guess it's a oh, weird. He does. Tie. Oh right, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like fedoras, kind of. Yeah, not bad. He enjoys a fedora. Like, don't call anything Joe puts on his head weird. Be nice. <laughs> to be like, he's Jesse L. Martin. He's earned it. Anything. He, uh, it was the most jarring thing out of the episode. Uh, you know what? I will challenge you and say that the most jarring thing was, did he hand that cop that got shot, like, a tissue? <laughs> like, he said, put pressure on it. And both, I, 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 I saw it without even really recognizing it, but, but my wife, she said, like, did you just hand him like a Kleenex? We need to have your wife on the show, and because I think she, like, she like, I, I think she needs to point out the things that we don't. Oh yeah, notice. Um, when when I, Cisco I, did that, like, was it Cisco? Yeah, who described the bomb and he said it's going to go from blue to purple, or it's going to go to blue, then yellow, then purple, and then it's game over. And she, she's like casually watching and just says like, oh, so that's how we're going to know how far into this they are. And I would not have even thought of like, that is totally, you know, arbitrary, just a clue to the audience of how things are moving along. So she's better at this than I am. Obviously. <laughs> she, I think she's better than most of us. That <laughs> these folks at this. Um, I mean, uh, look, it doesn't feel out of place. Joe, Jesse Elmar is certainly Martin. Joe West is Joe West. He can put on whatever he wants on his beautiful head yeah. because he has earned it. Yeah. He's he's Collins from Rent for me, so he can wear whatever he wants. Uh, also, I know Jay is retiring, but is the actor's contract up? It felt so out of place. Uh, um, he doesn't he does not have a contract because he is a guest star. He is yeah. uh, a recurring guest star, which can be. I mean, uh, I think. Okay, let me put on my journalist hat for a second. I think he is someone that they have an open guest gig with, yeah. where he comes back every once. But this was his first. He's happy episode. to do it. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. 
so no, his content is not up. There's no content to be up uh, because he is. You can only have a content that is up when you sign out a recurring guest star for an X amount of episodes that he can use you for, or if they're a series regular. So when, for example, um, when Stephen Amell's contract expi- go- expires next year after season seven, that's when his contract is up. Like that's a contract that can say you, it's up, and hopefully that means the end of uh, Arrow is near us. So, uh, what was that or PS? Because he, yeah, there's a lot of you know for a lot of PS postscript. Um, could you just put in your email? I'm just saying. Yeah. <laughs> How does that salt taste? Mm-hmm. Oh, uh, look, yeah, last cup of tea. I like a cup of tea. <laughs> it's bitter. Uh, mm. Last PS. Did anyone not instantly remember that movie, Cloudy with a Chance of Meatballs, with that ending scene with the mind reading heart scene? I have no idea what a movie is. Is that a sci-fi flick? Uh, no, that's like an animated. It was a DreamWorks, I think. The guys who made Lego Movie. Ah, uh, okay. I watched Food so Comes little. to Life. I've I watched so little DreamWorks movies oh. that it's not even funny. That's a good one. That's a really good one. They made a sequel too, I think. But I can't think. Mind reading heart scene. You got me. I'm, I I'm assuming. Well, someone let let Mauricio know if if that was the case. Um, other than I, that, I can't that was you. feedback. That was that, yeah. but you know, I'm really. It was nice. To, I mean, we get feedback every week and so on. But this week was like, I feel like it was so fun to see so much positivity and so on, and you know, yeah. so much uh, uh, unity in uh, in this episode because I I really enjoy, I am I really love this episode, and I I next week it's gonna be I think it's gonna be great. You know, we it's gonna be Iris uh, running, run Iris run. Uh, so we're gonna get that hashtag trending. I want I ch- I ask all our Flash Podcast listeners if you're on Twitter and you're live tweeting on Tuesday night, get run Iris run to trend worldwide because I think that. This season has been so good at giving Ayer some agency that she has deserved for all these seasons that I feel like this would be a true testament to that. And uh, are you excited? How do you feel? Because, you know, you're, you and I were both comic fans. We know this has happened before. Like, are you excited to see Iris suiting up? I am. I Mainly, I think a big part of that is just because I like Candace Patton. So I feel like uh, it, it's as fun to see her get to play the hero as it is Iris. Uh, yes. And just from that one little clip in the promo of Barry getting to play, you know, the guy who is now on the other side of super speed, I think the opportunity to make it another episode like this one, where it's kind of its self-contained thing, but allows the the characters to have moments and kind of just breathe some fresh air into different parts of it. I'm super psyched. That would be that's a really good example too of like it might not be an instant win in a comic like idea but mm-hmm. knowing these actors i'm so on board for it same here i think that the costume looks great i didn't look i didn't watch a trader because i'm trying to stay away from the traders this season like we will get them up on the website and stuff like that but i don't know i try to just avoid avoid them because i want to be yeah uh i just want to i don't i just want to see the episode as it is, I don't watch the preview clips anymore either. Even like, and, and that's not that's not me not, not loving the show anymore. But it's just that I want to go into this knowing as little as possible because, like, you know, like when when you're in the business that Andrew and I are in, we 
I mean, first of all, we don't get to complain about being spoiled because this is what we're paid for. We're paid to write about these stuff. Yeah. Um, so we don't get to say, you know, to our editors, you know, oh, I don't want to be spoiled. I think we, we can't. So, like, I can't really complain if I see spoilers or if I get spoilers in advance, whatever, and so on. But, like, with this, it's like I can make a conscious decision to not watch a trailer, which is I feel is refreshing. Um, because I didn't, in the last season, I wasn't in a position to do that. But this season, I can put up the trailer and just get the, the, the articles out so people can uh, watch them and get uh, informed. But, um, um, Andrew, I'm really happy you're back. You've been sincerely missed. Uh, oh, I'm happy to be back. Yes. And uh, we, we'll have to make up for lost time I don't know, at San Diego Comic Con this year and so on. Um, unless, you know disappear again <laughs> 6 a.m. 6 in the morning and, and Ben Kendrick comes like you know he was really hectic this morning and just disappeared um, that's not how Ben Kendrick sounds like he sounds way cooler than that uh, <laughs> but uh, but he was like he was like, like you know he was really in a rush but yeah. uh, but you've been missed I'm glad you're back I look forward to covering the rest of the season with you as well as uh, with, uh, with the girls I think Brittany will looks like Brittany will be out next week too because she's covering This Is Us but then after I think she will be back but but that's going to be it for um, our episode discussion of Ender Flash Time. Thank you so much for sending your feedback. You can always send your feedback about The Flash at The Flash Podcast or to theflashpodcast at gmail.com email address. Uh, let's do some quick plugs and then we're going to wrap up the show. So, Andrew, where can people find you on social media and your other stuff? You can find me on Twitter at Andrew B. Dice, uh, D-Y-C-E. And you can find everything I write and cover at ScreenRant. Dot com or at ScreenRant on Twitter. Also, I just want to commit this to a permanent record because Brittany wasn't here. Uh, her New York Rangers played my Winnipeg Jets tonight, and we spanked them 3 nothing. <laughs> so, <laughs> oh, so you couldn't show up, Britt? Interesting. No, I mean this is I mean this is us air is air did air tonight, so she had to, and she was covering for fandoms. If you're this is us, you can go to fandom and you can see her stuff there. Uh, you guys will convenient. <sighs> This is why I don't. This is why I don't do sports games because you like people get so intense about sports and then people get angry with each other and I don't know if they're still friends after that. It's like this is why I don't watch Super Bowl because I only watch it for the trailers. I'm only here for the food. <laughs> it's like I cannot fathom th- this concept that is sports games and people will be like, man, it's not called sports games, it's just called sports. I'm like, well, shut up. Uh, <laughs> I can go whatever I want. And uh, listen, you can find me at uh, Andrew Bacht on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at uh, B-E-H-B-A-K-H-T. I think something will get announced for me this week that I'm doing uh, as a little side thing, uh, but there's going to be another thing announced also maybe next week or whatnot, just finalizing some stuff. But um, I do things with TV Fanatic. I run the Mallport, and I co-host the Titans podcast, which... Uh, and how, I don't, how have you not been on the Titans podcast at this point? I don't know. I mean, but, I I mean besides the fact the show hasn't aired yet. But oh, like, yeah, sure. That's yeah, a but, big factor, probably. <laughs> but it's like we have so much we can discuss about Titans. Um... Like how you should move to Toronto and get me set photos. Yeah, right. <laughs> I mean, I mean, yeah, I mean, I mean, look, I mean, look Andrew, you're a married man now. It's time to move on. And get, you know, it's time for you and your wife to you know move to new place, explore new adventures. Yeah. And what and what better place to do it than Toronto City? Toronto. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm horrible. Um, but you know, maybe you're right. Listen to this episode. She's like, you know what, honey, it would be really great. Maybe if we did explore Toronto, or you're like. Right. <laughs> I'm just placing an idea in the world. Fingers and crossed. Yeah, we'll see. 
fingers crossed. Uh, listen, you can find the Flash podcast at theflashpod.com. You can get all the latest information, news, uh, trailers, and everything you need to know about the Flash TV show. Uh, we have comic reviews from Tatiana and a lot of other things. Uh, you can follow the podcast on social media at the Flash podcast on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and Periscope at the Flash Podcast. Uh, you can subscribe to the Flash Podcast on Apple Podcasts, uh, Stitcher Radio, and Google Play. And while you're on Apple Podcasts, do us a favor. Subscribe to the podcast, first of all. And then I want you guys to hit us up some five-star reviews because we we love that. We appreciate that support. And it does give us exposure for the podcast. That you know, that, That's a great way to support the podcast if you want the podcast to be more exposed uh, on Apple Podcasts and across social media. So if you, don't ha- if you don't mind, just take a few minutes to just do that. And, you know, like I said, I've said in the past that we might do a little giveaway based on Apple Podcasts uh, reviews. Just make sure that you leave your Twitter signature so that I can, like, contact you over Twitter if uh, when those giveaways. Was, we begin to happen. You can listen to the Flash Podcast on the Mixed Radio Network on Wednesdays at 6 p.m. Eastern uh, at the, the Mixed.fm. You can follow the entire DC Podcast Network at dcpodcast.com where we have amazing podcasts for Arrow, The Flash, Supergirl, Legends Tomorrow, iZombie, Black Lightning. Uh, Andrew, are you watching yourself? Are you watching some Black Lightning? Oh, yeah. It is. Oh, I love that show. Tonight's episode was lit. And you can, there's also classic DC TV shows. And we have podcasts for the upcoming Krypton and Titan shows at DCPodcast.com. You can follow the network uh, on social media at DCPodcast on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Uh, last but not least, subscribe to our mega feed on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher Radio, and Google Play. And check out our T Public store in the links below. And if you have any questions about The Flash or you want to send us feedback or just talk to us uh, about geek stuff you can email us at the flashbucket at gmail.com and that's all of our plugs i did it without losing my breath so i guess i'm building stamina on this podcast and um, good to know good to know uh, but uh, but that's gonna be it for this week's episode of the flash podcast uh, this was a lot of fun covering andrew flash time i'm probably gonna rewatch it like six more times this week and uh, before we get to run irish run but uh thank you for so much for listening and from all of us here on the flash podcast i'm andy b i'm andrew d and we will see you next time on the flash podcast mm-hmm.